batch, 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 Hey guys, welcome back to Not Another Girl Pod. Here we are again on this lovely Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. I am Buddy, your host for the night. (laughs) Why did it sound like you said a buddy? (laughs) No, Bunny! I am Bunny. That's not the one I wanted to play, so we'll have to. That worked though. That worked actually. (laughs) That was fate. (laughs) That was fate. (laughs) But, anyways, I am Bunny, aka Ish Bunny, aka Bitcoin Bunny. And I'm here with my lovely co host. It's your girl Tiana, aka. Lori Harvey of the JBP Discord, aka Cordy Harvey. So, how you been? How was your week? I've been good. I can't believe it's already been a week. Like, I feel like right? I, I feel like we just recorded. Yeah, I think I think it's because we've been like in touch about the last episode, and you know, we just been doing a lot of work, <laughs> putting right. in a lot of work. In, but that's oh, for sure. I went by Halifast. But yeah, I've been good. Just working. Um, nothing much. Since I started this job, I have not really been. I used to go out a lot. Like, I was out here. And since I got this job, I really haven't been going out. So I went out last night. I got super drunk super fast. My tolerance is horrible now. And <laughs> it was really fun, though. But I was hungover all morning, like early afternoon as well. So that part wasn't fun, of course. I bet. Being hungover is the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. And we might go out tonight, depending on if um, just what everyone's schedule's like. But yeah. All right. I'm glad that you went out and had some drinks because, you know, it's always good to decompress and do that shit. My week's been uh, hella chill, too. I've just been chilling, just been working, been working a lot, actually. I'm trying to get these fucking financials out so that I can get a fucking promotion. So everybody send me good vibes. Send me good vibes. I'm trying to get love and light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love and light. I, I hate the love and light bitches, but I'm a love and light bitch. <laughs> you still hate them. They give us a bad look. The other day, shout out to my Susio boys. We were talking and um, Sloan was like, what is uh, the opposite of grand rising and then oh it's like peaceful settings That's so hilarious. now we're gonna say that we're gonna say peaceful setting peaceful setting i do just want to give a quick disclaimer okay i have a little pomeranian i try to take away all her squeaky toys but somehow she keeps finding them so if you hear a little squeak my sincerest apologies but i'm trying to get her get her controlled so Coco Coco (laughs) Coco needs a drop (laughs) Coco does need a drop we'll get her a little squeaky drop or something oh my gosh we gotta do that so Tiana what's up I remember you asking me last week if I knew what my love language was Ooh, yes we did say that on last pod yes Um, so I, I was like 
totally curious about it after that because I've, I've taken a test like this before um but after that I was kind of like is that really my love language is it touch um but so you kind of went into it and you kind of sent me a little quiz so we took a quiz um in regards to our love language to determine what it is I've always heard how love languages you know it's not something that maybe we're aware of um and how they can play a role in I feel like not even only a romantic setting but just in your relationships in general and how there can be a miscommunication because maybe the way that one person is showing uh their interest their care their love whatever else to them how they express it may be different from how you prefer to receive it. And that's where love languages come into play. So for example, like some of the, well, not some of the love languages are physical touch, uh, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. So say for example, you know, to me, it's really important to receive gifts. Um, but to the person that I'm in this relationship with, again, whether it's a friendship, whatever, they show their love, their care by acts of service. So maybe they did something for me, um, but I'm still like, oh, well, I prefer to receive gifts, whatever. So, or so it may not be received, um, the way that they intend it to be just because we have different preferences. So I think it's important to learn other people's love languages and also for them to learn yours to avoid that miscommunication. Yes, most definitely. So when I learned about love languages, I was um, going to therapy and I was going to couples therapy at, at that time. So it was kind of like, well, what's your love language? Like, how do you communicate um, your love? So my love language is words of affirmation and it's um, touch. So I'm like hand in hand with words of affirmation and touch. And it's very true. Like if you give me encouraging words in any type of relationship, like you said, it goes a long way. <clears throat> if you acknowledge my efforts or if you just tell me that you appreciate me or, you know, just say, I love you. Like that just goes a long way. So that is very, very fitting for me. And I remember at the time, his love language was gifts. And I am a giver, like I am a big time giver. I put thought into what I'm gonna get my significant other. I'll do like little notes and like I'll lead up to like the actual gift. Like I'll do like corny shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it like made sense that it worked out, you know, because of his love language was. Um, but like you said, like you have to learn everybody else's or not everybody else's, but at least the people that you have relationships with, you have to have at least an understanding of what their love language is so that you can give them what, you, what they need, you know, from the relationship because it's a give and take. Right. So about gift giving, even I don't think it's so much about like the material thing. I think it's about, like you said, uh, like, hey, I heard you mention that you wanted this. 
or I see that you're really interested in this, here's, you know, an upgrade of it. Or here, or I think this might be useful for whatever hobby you have. I think it's more so about that. Like, yes, it's called gift giving, but it's about the thought that goes into it. Or, hey, I was at the grocery store, I was standing in line. I know you like this candy and I saw it, so I brought it for you. It's important not just to know the other person's love language so you can express it that way, but also to understand each other because my love language is acts of service, okay? And yours is quality time. So I'm doing these things for you to show you, you know, that I care about you. And just because it's not being received in your specific love language, it's important to understand that that is something that is very important to the other person. So for them to go out of their way to do those things, it may take a lot out of their day. You know, it's still something that is important to them. It's still like, that's their way of expressing it. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying, but it's definitely like, I, I totally get that. Like you're, you're, that's the way that you express yourself. That's how you accept love. So that's kind of how you give love, but there's, there's gotta be like an understanding of the other person's needs. In a romantic relationship, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, but I think more so when it's like, say, friendships or whatever. I think then that's when you're a little more understanding of, like, okay, that's who they are as a person, and not so much, um, like, let's figure each other out with science. Yeah, you're right. In a romantic relationship, it's definitely more important to be more receptive, or I I can't think of the word that I'm trying to say, but understanding. Yeah, more aware, exactly, that's what it is. More aware of your partner's um, love language so that you can maintain that spark and stuff like that. But definitely in other relationships, you you have to understand how the other person shows their love. Because, I mean, in other relationships, you got to kind of like set your boundaries and just kind of, you know, the expectations are different from other relationships as to what it is for your significant other. So you said uh, words of affirmation and physical touch. What were your percentages? Because I took it as well, even though I had it before, just so that way I can get a better understanding of it for this. We're all pretty close, except for like the bottom two. So, I mean, I can go while you get yours pulled up. My highest was physical touch. So it says, so as far as like a romantic relationship says, This language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. See, and stuff like that. I don't know what it is. (laughs) And then my lowest was uh, receiving gifts. And that was only a 6% versus uh, physical touch at like 35. My highest was um, words of affirmation. So it says, actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skywards. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. Kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving. So those are words of affirmation. (laughs) I feel like my love language is fucking like, I don't know, like deep or something like that. 
don't know. But quality time. That was my lowest one. Quality time. <laughs> really? Dude, yes. that's my second. I uh, Like, we don't even have to do anything together. No, my second like, one was touch. Physical touch. Because I, I, I'm big on that, too. Mm-hmm. But my lowest one was uh, 7% and it's quality time. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical. But really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversations and quality activities. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, you can tell me you love me, like I said, by words of affirmation, like, just telling me, like, saying, hey, I love you. And, or just saying, like, yo, I appreciate you, like, for who the fuck you are. Like, me hearing that, I'm just like, oh, thank you. Like, you're, like, filling up my cup. I don't have to be, like, 24-7 with you. I don't gotta be, like, knowing everything. I like my space. I like being with myself. I like having my own time. I just like, you know, doing things on my own, so... But if if I'm if we're communicating and saying how we feel about each other, then I'm good. I'm gravy. Physical touch too, though. Like I wanna be. I want. Bro, how you gonna get out. physical touch if you're not around each other? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can go on dates and shit like that. Like what the fuck? Like, I, but I ain't gotta be around you 24 <laughs> seven. It's not 24 seven. Okay, it's not about 24 seven. It's just about enjoying each other's company when you do have the time and having their undivided attention when you are together. Like, that's my thing. Don't be on your phone. Like, especially if I don't see you very often when I do see you, like, don't be distracted. Like, be present with me. Yeah, I don't really care if they're on their (laughs) phone or or anything like that. Like, it's just like, if we chill in here and you're on your phone, cool. But I mean, like, I don't know, like, like for me, all right. For example, if we're chilling, like, let's say we're chilling in bed, hanging out, and you're on your phone, but you're holding my hand, I'm good with that. Or you Mm -hmm. have your hand on my leg, or, you know, like, you're holding me in some type of form, like, you know, some type of connection, I'm good with that. Like, I don't care if we're actually talking or doing something, like, that's not something that I need. But what I do need is like, you know, my words of affirmation, like it's tell me you love me, say thank you, appreciate me, encourage me feeling low, just shit like that. Like, especially, you know, when you're going through tough times in your life, like you need to hear that. Well, for me, but yeah, quality time is not <laughs> something <laughs> or gifts. I, I'm not real big on, on like gifts and stuff like that either. Same, but I love, I'm the same way. I love giving gifts. Like I like to be really thoughtful with my gifts. Like even when it comes to Christmas, I love Christmas for that reason, for giving gifts. I don't really care about, not that I don't care about receiving, like obviously I care that people care enough to give me something. Dad, like what about Leosito's birthday? <laughs> okay, I fucking hate you. Obviously, that is important. And yes, I understand the reason for the season, okay? I'm talking about the gift aspect of it, okay? Like, yes, I like the fact that people you know thought about me and thought about gifting me something that's not something that i take lightly but i don't look forward to it for the gifts i look forward to it for gift giving speaking of love languages like have you ever like had to deal with people who are very fucking negative 
or just bring down the vibes or situations or like are just hard to just be around like co-workers i feel like co-workers are are the type of people that you kind of have to like learn to deal with and just kind of be around do you know what i'm saying oh one million percent so <laughs> like don't get me started because <laughs> here's the thing about co-workers it's like okay we spend more time here than we do with our family we spend more time here than we do at our own home why would you not want to make it an enjoyable place to be you know what i'm saying make it fun like why do you want to have beef with the people you're around why you want to be disrespectful to the people you're around like we spend so much time together not by choice but we have to be here so might as well just try to find something we have in common or even at that it's like say we have absolutely nothing in common and you really don't enjoy that person so much at least be respectful you know keep it keep shit cordial so okay here's the thing i try to be understanding about people's situations like i don't think people are just out here being a bitch for no reason like i really think you're miserable or everything may not be okay at home you know i don't think you enjoy treating people away or feeling that way maybe you do i don't fucking know so Whenever I do run into people like that, such as the specific coworker that I have, my thing is I'm not gonna participate in that or like give you the energy that you give me because I feel like it just digs a deeper hole and we just continue that back and forth, which I don't wanna deal with. I don't wanna have to dread going into work. You know, I don't wanna have to dread seeing you. Like I don't wanna be having a good day and then I see you and it's just like, ugh, this bitch rolling my eyes you know so but at the same time it's like a fine line because it's like i'm not gonna let you walk all over me or to or continue to disrespect me and me have to just be like oh love and light <laughs> you know so yeah. i don't know how do you handle situations like that okay i want to hear what you would do in a situation like that and then i'll let you know how i approach the situation it just depends on circumstances and situations obviously for for anything but um for me it's like i i i pick and choose who i want to give my energy to like that um i think that there's a saying that says don't cast your pearls to the swine which kind of means like you don't have to give your all to everything and everyone um you know like not everyone deserves your a thousand percent so i just kind of pick and choose and in those circumstances i just be like now now that i'm older and have gone through shit because i'm not gonna say that i've always been this way um i just kind of be like you know what fuck it whatever i don't give a fuck mm -hmm. we just work together you're not anything to me obviously if you disrespect me in a certain way then i'm just gonna be like yo you you don't have to be talking to me in that way you know like the fuck dude is there an issue like did i say something like why are you being so rough even then sometimes i would probably like just be like whatever i don't give a fuck but it just depends on the circumstances if it's somebody that i really do care about and wanna have like a peaceful relationship with or cordial or something like that then i definitely address it but it just depends on the circumstances because not everybody deserves your 1000 you know like or your 100 energy like 
they don't have to consume all of that from you especially if you have other shit going on in your life like that shit is right. not what no, you I know what you focus mean. on all right so okay so basically there was a situation this girl biggest bitch ever not just to me to everyone i was trying to figure out in my mind before i approached her i was even thinking do i approach this person and if i do do i approach it like with quote-unquote grace or do i fire back because i can be a feisty person you know and part of me is like no i'm gonna treat you how you treat me oh we know we know you feisty cordy we know not everyone has to know (laughs) but um So I was like, okay, do I do that because I don't want to come across weak? Or I was like, will she take well to me? Like, okay, basically, if I do fire back, is that what's going to prevent her from continuing to be this way? If she sees like, okay, you're not a weak bitch, you're going to stand up for yourself. Or will she take well to maybe me just saying like, hey, what's going on? Like, did I do something to you? Is there something we need to hash out? Whatever. Because, you know, people respond differently to different things. Right, right. So I ended up taking the approach of, uh, I didn't exactly ask what's your issue because I know that I have never offended this person. I've never been disrespectful to this person. So I basically just said, hey, I know you don't like me. We are forced to be here with each other. So if you're going to continue to be disrespectful, please do me a favor and just do not speak to me. Act like I don't exist. It kind of backfired <laughs> because now she's super fake nice which i also don't want i'm like dude do not speak to me i don't do the fake nice shit like oh, i know we damn. do not so i know wait, we do wait, not wait. like each other <laughs> you went you went off on her and now she's like fake nice to you yes now but she's it, like trying to be cool and shit yeah not like cool as in like become friends or anything well, yeah, but, but like when I was leaving work, she's like, oh, happy holidays. I hope you and your family have an amazing Christmas. And it's just like, girl, I know we don't like each other. Just say goodnight. Bye. Leave it at that. Or don't say anything at all. So I'm like, Ugh. I keep it respectful. I respond. Thanks, you too. But I don't feel like anything was really resolved. You know what I mean? Like there's somebody, still that pressure there. Somebody once said um, to me, like, because I was looking for closure on something. And somebody once told me. Like, not everything requires closure. Why do people expect closure from everything? That's fucking true. Like, you're right. Like, just make peace with it with yourself. You know, like, I know that it's important because it's your job. But her opinion or what she fucking, how she feels or whatever. She probably feels like shit, honestly. Um, that she said that to you for whatever reason. Because she was probably been, like, stressed out from something earlier in the day or whatever is going on in her life. So she probably feels like, fuck, like, I took it out on Tiana when it wasn't even, you know, something that I had to take out on her because most of the time people react that way because of something that been dragging or something like that you know like, <laughs> like so here's you- the thing what i think is i do think she feels that way exactly what you just said but i do think she's too prideful and too stubborn to admit that but who she cares? still tries to force her like no i'm right and i'm gonna die on this hill who cares who i know i shouldn't i shouldn't who gives but, a fuck <laughs> right so that was just my little battle in my head is like do i approach it this way or do i fire back and start treating this person the way that they treat me because i i know i'm capable of that but i was like you know what i'm gonna let this be my moment of growth 
<laughs> I mean, definitely, I understand where you're coming from because I've definitely been there before. Um, but, like, who really fucking cares? You know, like, fuck other shit to worry about. Like, you have other relationships to worry about in that aspect. Like, the only thing <clears throat> is, though, like I said, it's like you spend so much time around these people, more time than I do at my own home. So, I do want it to be like a peaceful situation. Be cordial with everyone but obviously that's not that's, always gonna work because personalities don't always mash whatever exactly because people don't like function like that you know not everybody carries a maturity or a, or a you know just a train of thought like that everybody has their own ways that they've been guided by have you ever done like a secret santa at work and gotten something that you're just like what the fuck <laughs> Like, no. What made you think? What made you think that I wanted this? Like, I would regift that. I would regift something that they would give me at work. If- Dude, I've never done that. But <laughs> if I were in that situation, I would feel really bad because here's the thing: my face gives everything away. Like, I I don't have to say anything. You know exactly how I'm feeling by my face. And so, oh man, that would be rough. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I love this. But just by looking at my face, they're like, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> yeah, I speak with my face as well. Um, but there's been some times when they like giving me stuff that I'm just like, what the fuck? For example, I don't like uh, sweet smells like cupcakes or vanilla or like just stuff like that. So they once I got gifted a cupcake candle and it was like a secret Santa gift at work. <laughs> what's funny about it is that we we filled out a paper that said what we liked and one of them was smells so i put what i liked and i was like what the fuck like or anyways but i ended up regifting the the cupcake candle because i was like i'm never gonna i hate sweet smell i don't hate them i shouldn't say that they just like they're not appeasing to me they're like what's the strangest gift that you ever gotten the strangest gift i've ever received not so much strange but just i've gotten stuff that i just will not use like fucking mittens <laughs> mittens yo so they've been I sitting got- in my closet for 10 years <laughs> like sorry i don't know like great uncle john <laughs> were they like all the fingers or was it like the man no that mittens <laughs> It's like, see, at that point, that's when I'm like, okay, you're giving me a gift just because you feel like that's what you have to do. And it's like, we're wasting money at this point. You don't have to give me a gift. It's fine. <laughs> just be, keep your little $15. Like, I don't, there's mittens sitting in my closet that I don't need. I should have regifted them. I definitely should have. I know my mom, when I was a kid, she would regift some shit. She's like, I know I'm not using this. Let's see who's next on the list. That's going to you. <laughs> I'm. I don't really uh, do regifting. I've done it like once or twice, um, and it's been like little things like that, like uh, the candle, and then the other one was like a body spray. It was like cherry blossom or some shit, and I was like, I ain't doing this. Um, body cherry blossom. Yeah, I can't do sweet smells. Like I can't do like like vanilla. I can't do like those type of smells. 
It has to be like a fresh linen or like a citrusy smell for me. But when I got married, I had like a little, um, what is it? Your, what is it called? Registry? No, the Just party that you have beforehand. Like your, oh, <laughs> your, your little bachelor party. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, I've never been married because I'm just throwing random shit. I'm like, just kidding. Wait. Your anyway. bachelor party. So my mom threw me one with her little friends, which was so cute. It was so cute. So I got, I got like this little box, right? And her little friend comes up to me and she's like, you know, something nice to put on for your, for your future husband. I was like, oh, thank you. So I'm like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. So I go home, I open my gifts and it's like these PJs that are not like even sexy. <laughs> I was expecting like some, like, you know, some lingerie, something that was like, oh, like it's something nice, something see-through. Right. Um, but still like, you know, classy and nah. Nah. <laughs> what? Well, explain it. It was like, it was, the color was green, like a mint green with mm -hmm. white polka dots. And it was um, a shirt that was kind of like a tank top looking shirt. And then it was like some shorts, but the shorts were like, like boy shorts. Like they went like almost down to my knees. And then they had like little ruffles at the end of <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? It was hilarious. And it had like a little bow <laughs> at the top of the of the tank top. Like it was like a I don't know, it was just very weird and it was not, not sexy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I thought this was gonna get you know, get it going. <laughs> right. You're like actually he's gonna divorce me. <laughs> Damn. No, that's wild. See, that that's a good one. I like that story. I wish I had something fun like that. Not quite yet, but when it happens, we'll definitely get to it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been fun. This has been fun. Happy New Year, guys. It should be 2022 now. By the time you listen to this episode, thank you for rocking with us. Um, it's been another episode of Not Another Girl Pod. And I'm here with my girl, Tiana. Go ahead and give them your socials, T. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Tiana Alicia, T-H-I-A-N-A-A-L-I-C-I-A. Also, it's Capricorn season. My birthday, January 13th. I'm gonna post my Venmo on the description of this pod. So send me something, buy me a drink. Oh shit, she said, I'm gonna post my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, let them know. <laughs> and you can follow us on uh, Twitter at notanothergp, as in girlpod. And you can follow us on Instagram at notanothergirlpod. You can follow me, Bunny, at bbunnyroo. That's with double O, bbunnyroo, on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for rocking with us, guys. Thank you. See you next week. Adios. Adios. Arrivederci. Uh, 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 uh
not another girl pop.